Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. I am so glad to have you along with us today. Special welcome to anyone new. I hope you will join with us daily as we get into the Word of God, talk about it, pray about it, and allow it to change our lives. It's rich. The Word of God is rich. There's so many treasures to be discovered. I hope you're discovering them and allowing them to change you. We've been discussing here recently, the the last couple of weeks, the idea, the subject of faith, what it is, what it isn't. And we've been talking this week about one very important aspect of faith, and that is that we understand the ways of God. In Psalm 103, verse 7, the psalmist writes, he says, that God made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the sons of Israel. We want to be people who understand the ways of God, not just what he does, but we want to understand him and how he works. We want to discern his ways. We want to have the wisdom to understand what's going on, what he's doing in our life. That perspective can make a huge difference in whether you're encouraged and positive or whether you're negative, down, and kind of have a sour attitude. It's so easy to get the latter, whereas God wants us, no matter what's going on, to have that positive, victorious spirit. One of the ways of God we've been discussing is called, we call vision, death of a vision, supernatural fulfillment. I'm grateful to the Institute for Basic Youth Conflicts, a seminar I took, well, like 40 years ago, where this concept was discussed, and it's made so much difference in my life since. And as we think about this way of God, God gives us a vision, we try and fulfill it, often we fall on our face, or it doesn't happen in the way or in the time we thought, and that's a test of our faith. Will we get discouraged, down, and doubt, lose our vision, give up, stop following the Lord? Or we re- will we realize there's a very valuable lesson going on during this time in our lives? Keep in mind that the reason for this vision, death of vision, supernatural fulfillment is lots of times God gets our, our attention by giving us a vision. If he didn't, lots of us would just ignore God, go on in life, kind of pursue other things. But God gets our, our attention. God has a plan. God's wanting to do something new. Do you want to accomplish something? Do you want your life to be meaningful, significant? I'm sure you do because God puts that in each one of us. And there are many distractions out there by which we can say, oh, my life can be significant if I do this or do that. But these things may not be of God. What God wants us to do is he gives us a vision of what will make, a, what will make an eternal difference, a significant difference that he gives us. And, and we want to discover that vision. And as we do, then he's got our attention. He's, he shows us that something he's got for us is so much more significant than anything else we could have pursued. But the second stage, this death of a vision, now that God has our attention, lots of times God is more interested in working in us and accomplishing his purpose in us than what we're trying to do and accomplish through us. Now, I hate to pit one against the other, what's God doing in us versus through us, but let me tell you, we're often more interested in doing something. God's often interested in what's he going to do in us because he's training us like a parent would with a child. You know, a good parent is always trying to help their child grow and mature and be, be a better person. 
Lots of times the kid's not interested in being a better person. They just want to get certain things done. And so it's during this death of vision time that God is training us, building our faith, strengthening us, developing our character, making us mature in Christ. But just like a parent with a child, this period can be difficult. No one likes discipline. No one likes, I mean, we want God to use us, but how much do we like the molding, the chiseling, the transforming that's going on during this stage? Lots of times that's painful. It's difficult. It's hard. And we can naturally, we can resist it. And that's what we don't want to do. However, there's another mistake we can make. And that is we can begin to be so stuck in this death of a vision time that we think God's never going to bring us to the supernatural fulfillment. God's never going to do that miracle. God's never going to give us the blessing that that all of life, the rest of my life is just going to be, I've got to put up with the discipline of God. Now, I was like that. I didn't I, I wasn't resenting and I wasn't particularly liking it, but I realized I need, God's got to work in my life. God's got to chisel. God's got to mold. And I began to slip into this attitude that the Christian life is going to be hard, difficult. I'm always going to be disciplined by God every moment. It's, I'm never going to measure up. I'm never going to be good enough. I'm never going to, it, it's never going to work. He's just going to have to keep discipline over and over and over for the same things again and again and again. It really is a, a sense that I'm never, going to, a, I'm never going to really grow. I'm never going to get over the hump, shall we say. I'm just always going to be under this discipline. Sin is so big in me, and I'm so, it, it's so deeply rooted that my entire life will be like this. That's kind of depressing, to be honest. And... And that's, that was, I was falling into a discouragement or a depression of the Christian life. My friends, I don't want you to, I want you to understand something. What you think about God are the most important thoughts you will have in life. We talk often in the Christian world today, and one of my important messages is what do you see about yourself? What is your self-identity? Do you see yourself as holy, as saint, victorious, or an overcomer, things like this? This is all important. And we talk about that a lot here. But there's something that's even more important, and that's how do you view God? Do you view God like a stern father who will never, there's nothing you'll ever do to make him happy. You're just so sinful. You're so, you'll just never measure up no matter what. And so constantly, God's just got to be disciplining you day and night from now until finally you get to heaven. And if that's the way you view God, you'll never, you'll never, will you expect a blessing? Will you expect the miracle? Will you expect that supernatural fulfillment? You might not. You might not. Now, we are unworthy. And I would never say, you know, you, we're worthy of the blessing. We're worthy of God's miracle. We get to the place of, you know, during this depth of vision, we often get to the place of humility where we just realize all that I have is God's kindness and and so uh, kindness towards me. And yet, in another sense, I want to encourage you to believe that God is going to get you to the place where you can confidently say, Father, I know you have worked in my life. I know you have prepared me for a miracle. You've prepared me 
for the supernatural fulfillment. You gave me a vision of what to do in, in, through my life. And as I pursued that and I kept strong, even when circumstances looked bleak, you continue to work in me and you've transformed me. And I'm not the same person I was when you first gave me that vision. I have died to self. I have yielded myself to you. I have humbled myself. I've, I've maintained the faith. And Father, I continue to believe now that you're a good God who's going to bless me beyond what I've deserved. I'm expecting the blessing. And I want to encourage you today, expect the blessing. Don't get stuck forever in the death of a vision aspect of this way of God. Don't get stuck forever as if God's just going to always be disciplining you. You'll never, ever grow, really grow. Scripture says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 10, all discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful, but sorrowful. That's true. I, you know, we're to rejoice in our trials by faith. We're to rejoice because we know there's an outcome coming, but no one likes to be disciplined. No one likes the trials. We're, we're grateful for God, how God, how, how God uses the trials, but we're not going to say, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, things are going bad for me. I'm just glad for what I will learn through it. All discipline from them seems not to be joyful, but sorrowful. Yet, to those who've been trained by it, afterwards, afterwards, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. And God does come through, and God does miracles on our behalf. Brothers and sisters, I've got good news. Abraham and Sarah had the baby. It took some while. There was some humbling. There was a death of a vision. There was some, there was some uh, training going on because God was going to use Abraham so that even now, thousands of year late, years later, we're still talking about him. He was the mod, mighty man of faith. But through those trials, through that difficulty, through that pain, through the barrenness, they did have the child. Isaac was born, and the nations of the world are being blessed. Joseph did his brothers did bow down through the trials, through the prison, through the time he was sold into slavery, through the betrayal of Potiphar's wife, through the time he was rotting in that dungeon. And yet he did. God did raise him up in a moment, in a day, and took him from the dungeon to the king's palace where he ruled. And indeed, the vision of his brothers coming and bowing down before him was fulfilled. And in the process, he saved the nation. Moses did deliver the children of Israel. There was Yes, Pharaoh turned against him. Yes, the, the labor of the Israelites became harder. The oppression became harder. The taskmasters became more difficult, more oppressive. But people did turn on Moses. He, was, he did go through this trial. He was humbled. But in the end, he did deliver them. He led them out of, his, out of Egypt. They plundered the Egyptians. The Egyptian army was destroyed in the Red Sea. The victory was there. Jesus did rise from the dead. Yes, he, he went to the cross. Yes, he, he bore our sins. Yes, he died. Yes, he was scourged. Yes, he was humiliated. Yes, he died. But he didn't stay dead forever. He did rise from the dead. Brothers and sisters, you may be in a death of vision. You may be in trials. You may be in hardship. You may be in times where it just seems impossible, where you're just, it seems discouraging. And God, I'm yielding to what you're doing. Work in my life. 
Transform me if you need, do what you need to do. But let me promise you, God doesn't want you stuck there forever. God wants to take you through that. Afterwards, once you've been trained, he wants to bring that peaceful fruit of righteousness. He wants to lead you in his victory. I believe he wants to give you that supernatural fulfillment. That's the good news for us today. Our God is a good God, a generous God, a blessing God. He wants to bless you. Don't ever think otherwise. Don't ever think otherwise. In my own life, I was convicted in my parenting style. You know, we were always very frugal, and we can't do this, and we can't do that, and we wanted our children to learn delayed gratification. You can't have it right away. You've got to learn for the long run. And in time, I thought, I've thought, I definitely thought, did I overdo it? Was I too stingy? Did they view me as not a gracious God, gracious and giving God? Uh, excuse me, a gracious and giving father, and would they then transfer that to think that God is not a gracious and giving God? Brothers and sisters, let's be aware. Our God, his goodness is pursuing us. His goodness is goodness and mercy will follow us, pursue us all the days of our life. That's our God. Hallelujah. Praise his name. Father in heaven, we thank you that we, in life, we don't, you, you discipline, you give us a vision. And as we pursue it, you prepare us so that we can fulfill it. You train us, you, you, you mold us, you sculpt us. If need be, you humble us. You teach us to depend on you. You teach us to walk with you. You teach us so many important things in this death of a vision time that can be trial and discipline and difficult. But we thank you. You don't leave us there. Just like a parent doesn't discipline their child forever, a parent uh, the discipline's over. They come out into a place of, of joy and happiness and hugging and, 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 and love and communion with one another. And then the blessings come. Oh, Father, might we never see you as a stingy God. Might you, we never see you as a God who isn't happy with us. Might we never see you as a God who's just constantly dis, 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 upset that we're never measuring up. We're not good enough. Might we realize, God, that you're pleased with us you love us. The discipline you bring is for our good, and you have victory and blessing awaiting us in the near future. We believe this. We want to live for it. We claim it. We expect it. We anticipate it. You're, you're going you're gonna to succeed in us, Lord. We are cooperating. We're available. We're humbling ourselves. What you're trying to do is going to get done. We believe it, and we trust you for it. And then we look to our miracle. We look to that supernatural fulfillment. We look to you to do beyond what we could have ever done ourselves. And we love you and we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Hey, I love this truth. I love this. I hope you are encouraged. This message is designed to encourage you and to say, keep your head up. Keep looking forward. Keep believing. God's fulfillment of your hopes and dreams. It's coming. Expect it. Look for it. Amen. Hey, I'm so glad you joined me today. You who are joining me every day. I know you're growing. I know God's transforming you. I'm delighted to be sowing the seed of the word of God on good soil. And I know it's having an effect. God bless you. If you're new today, I give you a special welcome as well. I hope you come back regularly. I hope you'll join our community. Come here as often as you can. If you come live at 8.30 a.m., great. If you watch later in the day, that's fine too. If you listen to this, uh, the 
podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms, that's fun as well. But get into the Word of God daily. I know a lot of us have difficulty. We try and read the Word. We don't get a whole lot out of it. So keep learning. Keep at it. Keep learning. Keep growing. Keep getting stuff out of the Word. But also avail yourself of opportunities to be encouraged by someone else. Me. That's why I want to be here, to encourage you, inspire you, help you understand the Lord and to grow. We want to believe God for a mighty army of godly people raised up who are faithful to His Word, men and women of prayer, of faith, and so forth. So until we meet tomorrow, might God bless you, strengthen you, fill you with hope. Because remember, your great miracles are coming. God's going to bless you. I know it. He's going to bless you beyond what you could ever imagine. We'll see you tomorrow. I love you. God bless you. Bye-bye.